Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, happy Friday morning to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sisney, you look dressed up today more so than normal. Is there a sh- Are we doing uh, a shoot? No, definitely not. I'm wearing a t-shirt. How are we doing up? a photo shoot? No, but all, honestly, our, our colors are very coordinated and I like it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe your hair is different today? Um, no, it's getting lighter. I did highlight it last week. Thanks for noticing, both of you. <laughs> well, I blame Tanya. <laughs> I blame myself too. I didn't notice it until she told me. And by the way, Tanya's the one that if we don't notice something in the first thirty minutes, she's like, "Right, I, I'm so, you guys didn't notice something? Yeah, you didn't notice that my eyelashes are different. I know, and I ice rolled my yeah. face before work. We're not going to notice before, if you ice rolled your face. Yeah, and so much less puffy. So I got one of those ice stone rollers. Yeah, yeah. have the patience for it. Gua sha. What is it called? Gua sha. Mm. No, mine's not called that. It's like mine's- the stone. It's a jade roller. Yeah. I got a jade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, it's basically like a, a rake with a ball on the end that you put over your face to make it feel good in the morning or whenever. Mm-hmm. Night, but I, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm, me too. I, can, I, I can't like get it. into it. I like that and those gooey face masks that feel cold when you put them over your face. Those are nice during a bath. Yeah, no, I like to separate bath time and face masks. Oh, time. really? I'm the opposite. I do all my face stuff in the shower or bath. And then, like, it doesn't drip down my hands and everything. <laughs> the ice roller, though, is a game changer. If you do it before you put your makeup on. Mm. Just feels good to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see. What are we doing today? Getting into the weekend. We have uh, rain this morning. Highs in the upper 50s. Was it just 85 on Tuesday? Like, the 30-degree difference is really rocking me this week. That's like crazy. I- <laughs> the the- Pendulum can swing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something with like the vortex, something cold vortex. Michael tried to explain it to me. I just think it's cold air and not high pressure. But then there, Michael tried to explain the pressure system to you. Yeah, he really Why? did. Uh, something about like it's coming from the north. Something about a vortex. You know, I listen Where? halfway when he's. What is he watching? The Weather Channel. <laughs> he's Michaelpedia. He knows a little bit about everything. Michaelpedia. Once upon a Tanya. What is, what's your nickname for your boyfriend, Robbie? Uh, babe. That's not a babe. nickname. That's yeah, it is. Like, no, not like Michael. Michael. What is it? Michaelpedia. Yeah, Uh All right, so it's gonna be cool uh, this weekend. Sixties tops. So layered up, bundle up, light a Duraflame. Uh, Sean Mendez tickets. We have those for you every hour. As I mentioned, Camila Cabello is joining us. Bum bum. Yeah. Just heard that. And she's with us live after 7. Then, I mean, these two doing it together today, Julianne Huff and her brother Derek Huff oh. with us 820. Super cute. Oh. Have we ever had them both on the show? Not together. Derek well, yeah, Huff I know is both, a staple. Not together. Derek Huff is a staple. And how and about that Julianne? She's not been a staple, but she might be coming a staple. Who I mean, knows? how long has it been since she's been on the show? You can ask her. Uh, I, can, I can do the math. Mark, I'm sure Mark knows. Yeah. 
Can we do a little Google? It's not a well, Google. While well, you guys it's work in that word out. Docs. <laughs> so uh, Robbie, Tanya's buff friend, has agreed to come on the show, but he has a list of conditions. No, first of all, these I are mean, ours. what is that well, about? He's a lawyer, no. you know. So. <laughs> like, excuse me. These excuse are my me. conditions because sweet little oh, innocent. You have a list of conditions that oh, yes. he gave you to tell us are no, yours. And we're because... supposed to follow your conditions. With all due respect, Derek and Julianne Huff are coming on without any conditions okay. from either of us. First of later. all, he's not coming on with the air quotes. He's just coming because he wants to see me in my element. So bless his heart, I don't think he realizes the can of worms that that opened up. He does. He's smart. He's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So, but I was like, we need to be cool, calm and collected. Like, I need to like look cool. You guys need to like pump me up. You can't ask him to like talk what? about the steamboat thing. Ask to look at his gorgeous hands. Veto. Well, I don't really want to ask about any of that. Oh, great. I have, I have other things to ask about. It's all future questions. Oh. So so condition, non-condition? Yeah, I don't think there should be conditions. We should just feel it I, out. I don't either. When is this happening? Well, we haven't figured out a date yet. Well, we have a show every day, so we, <laughs> should, we can make it happen. <laughs> So it's not hard for us to figure it out, and trust me, we have plenty of hours to. But do you stuff. guys are supposed to be like my teammates. You're supposed to like alley oop me, make me like look cool and good. No, we're not going to make you do anything. You're going to be yeah. who you are, and so are we. Just be you, and then that's yeah. Perfect. This is where I wonder. Like this is where you give us advice. By the way, yeah, like you're going to stand like, up oh, in my stool. Give me the the ET. Don't have her to the ET toe at night. Like, uh, you know. No, 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 no. I mean, Sissini, the Sissini, fact that here's you're bringing all this changed. stuff up is just reminding me about these things. Like, I <laughs> forgot about all that. But she's changed because if it were the roles were reversed here, uh -huh. she would be saying, "Don't be anything but who you are." That's True. who they love. Why do you have to put on some sort of act and pretend? You would be t lecturing us about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not going to put on an act. But you, think but you, we want, want, but you, you want just us said to? you want us to build you up? <laughs> yeah, but I just don't want you to like bring up embarrassing things. You do you it every do it to day. <laughs> we don't ever bring anything up. Trust me. How do we know? We, we're happy to things for you. institute the condition that you never bring that up to us. <laughs> I like I'm the future. Conver we're going to be future-esque conversations. Where do you see yourself yeah, we're in 10 about the future. years? With Where do you Tanya? see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, five. I like that. How about, let's call it six, just for Does anybody like say. that question? Well, if mm -hmm. you were to ask me, you'd expect an answer. You know what you do every day with a trending report? You ask me these kinds of questions. <laughs> That's true. Because it got you thinking. So it got Sissy and I thinking, uh -huh. where do you want to be in five years? Mm -hmm. <laughs> personally and professionally. Let's go personally first. Yeah. Oh, you could ask him if he would marry himself. <laughs> Okay. okay. I, I see where you're going. Yeah, I mean, but like, because he won't know the backstory, so he'll just be like, huh? Yeah. All right, well. Inside joke. Uh -huh. The married stuff might be too intense. You, you look at how uncomfortable you are just talking about it. <laughs> like, I'm about to have an ex-relationship person on with me. <gasps> Why can't you even say it? Your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, but from years ago. Yeah, years so still, still your ex-girlfriend. Like, but say but, but, an ex-relationship. But, but, so, <laughs> but Tanya's much more awkward than anybody here about anything and she doesn't even have the guy right coming on yet i know because he's not in show business at least your ex-girlfriend knows how this stuff goes he's I not and she's a businessman <laughs> i'm so confused okay, well whatever anyway we're gonna have him on <laughs> and we can't wait he doesn't know how this goes Yes, he does he knows exactly what happens when he walks by the screen there <laughs> mm -hmm. like he knows that i see him and i go have a seat hey Right? Pull up a seat. Take a load off your feet. You are really uncomfortable. You are right so now. nervous, and he's wow. not even on today. I know. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. Let's actually book him in a few weeks so I can build up to this because <laughs> right, it's right, kind right. of fun. Right. Let's I'm get stressed. to thinking. Let's I'm get to thinking on our yeah, questions. Let's you and I get to thinking oh, about some no. things. We'll All have right. a meeting. All right. Let's get to the morning hack and let's get to the quote of the day. Have you ever thought about which floors in a hotel are the safest? Isn't it? You said you think about the height or the right the floor you're on. I enjoy a high floor. I feel like it's quieter up there and um, usually you can have a nice view. So... I'm like, all about the view. I agree with you. I like that too. Especially if you're checking into a hotel and there's a, a chance to get a view. Right? Mm-hmm. You want a view. Yeah. And in this in a big city, like when I stay in New York, like I enjoy a high floor there because it just you're oh obviously gosh. can have a beautiful view. But also if you're on a low floor in New York, you hear all the traffic and the, the horns, horns and all it's like so intense. Uh there you also hear those on some high floors too. Mm. Now, a travel risk expert says you should always stay on the Bad news for you, Sisney, third floor. Why? Never higher than the fourth, <gasps> never lower than the second. Fires. Oh. Well, See, that is the downside of being high. Fires. Okay. Fire truck ladders rarely can reach above the fourth floor. This is and intense. burglars target the first floor. Well, it has burglars. to be intense. It, burglars, they target the first floor. Like theft is on the first floor. Sure. Shoplifting, theft, okay, okay, a break-in. okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, I just want to get that to you. Hey man, Never I'll run my little tushy down 70 flights of stairs <laughs> if I have to. Well, you just, you should know what they say. All right. Today's quote, when a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows. You don't fix the flower. Oh. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to the headline, Sissini. And then coming up after 7, Camila Cabello is here with us. I'm playing her song, listen to the lyrics, and then she joins us to talk about it all minutes away. Sissini. So Los Angeles County has formally lifted its indoor mask-wearing mandate today after it was reclassified by the CDC as having low COVID-19 activity. So this means that masking indoors, uh, public spaces like restaurants, movie theaters, gyms, retail stores, and nail salons will no longer be required to wear your mask. Yeah, you, you, you will no longer have to show proof of vaccination as well. Los Angeles gas prices rose an average of $0.08 cents just overnight, pushing the average cost for a gallon of regular unleaded above the $5 mark, which is just crazy. And this is the first time ever that this has happened. California's statewide average, though, increased up by $0.07 cents overnight, and that stands at $4.94, so pretty much almost the same. It's just nuts. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are doing their part to help those impacted by the current unrest in Ukraine. They launched a GoFundMe page for victims of Russia's invasion over or the country and will match up to $3 million dollars in donations. Kevin Costner, Zoe Kravitz, Lady Gaga, Chris Rock, and a few others have been announced as presenters for the upcoming 94th Oscars. It's the first group of celebrity presenters announced for the ceremony. We all know that Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes are set to host the ceremony all going down March 27th over at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Bam, bam. There it is. 102.7 KISS FM. And joining us for a visual of dancing while we play that on the radio is Camila Cabello. Oh, my gosh. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for playing my song. We're going to play it a lot. Yeah, I can tell day. you that right now. <laughs> it's going to be played a lot. I, I like Don't the, worry. I like, the vi- I like the visual of you guys dancing, too. That was the first time <laughs> I, I always heard- feel... 
very awkward dancing to an artist's song that they have, you know, done and has come out. So mm-hmm. thank you for bearing with us. Show it off, Brian. Show it I off. Know, it's impossible not it's to dance. Time. It's such a good song. So Thank all right, let, let's let's get to the song and the elephant in the room right out of the gate. This song has lyrics that are reflective of real life in a way for you. We see that. I uh, can you tell us a little about the, the moments of putting that song together and then releasing it in that sort of time? Totally. I mean, I think that the song was inspired by an idea that I had. Um, where, you know, in this album, Familia, I'm going back to um, a lot of the music that I listened to growing up, a lot of Latin music that I listened to growing up. And in Latin music, there's a lot of songs that almost carry within it like a life lesson. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make a song like that with English words. And I feel like the lesson in this, which is the lesson that I feel like I'm learning as I'm growing up, is that life has its cycles. You know, I was in a long relationship um, that was amazing and awesome, but things change and things end and then things, different things begin again. And I feel like this song just kind of reflects that cycle of, of love that you're like, you're in love and then you're out of love and then it hurts. And then, you know what I mean? Um, and just kind of like keeping your head up through that and trying to savor what it is to be human and have things change. I I, listen, I, Anytime there is a life lesson and a breakup in my life, I find it very hard to get past it. Oh, and no, I still yeah. yeah, right. And like it's hard for me. I can't even imagine releasing a song about it, but it sounds yeah. like but it sounds like you are you you went through it already. Totally. And I think that a big part of me kind of being able to heal and to move on and to process things is getting in the studio and writing about it and this song was so much fun to write because one it was uh ricky reed and scott harris who i made my whole album with and also this particular day too freaking ed sheeran was in the room Mm -hmm. too and he's he's somebody that you know i've looked up to for such a long time like you know embarrassingly like my fans know that the first time i met him i like i was like three years old, not really, I was 16. (laughs) I was 16, but I like (laughs) cried. I was so excited. And to be able to like get in the room with him and like have him kind of support me through an experience that I was going through at that time and also support me by being on this song and being on my album um, and getting to write with him was such a like full circle moment, you know, getting to go through you know, something that is difficult, but get to process it with friends and get to, you know, laugh and like, and dance and like have Mm -hmm. joyous moments come out of it is like one of the best things about this job, you know? Yeah. The music video is out with friends and with Ed and dancing and having a good time. You know, it's interesting, Camila, is that I remember some of the first few times I ever spoke with you when you were in Fifth Harmony and I, there were conversations about like, you couldn't wait to be able to do your music and you couldn't wait to be able to, to talk, write about and sing about and feel the things that you feel. And clearly this is as you as you can be and familia as well. Yeah, totally. And I feel like ever since I was really young, it's all, and I think for all of us really in different ways, um, not, I'm not even just referring to fifth harmony, but I think every person in general, you're just constantly on the path to like, 
hopefully like, you know, what is the truest, fullest expression of myself? And like, you make mistakes and you do things that don't feel like you. And you're like, ah, oh, that didn't feel good. And then you're like, oh, okay, I did this. And like, mm -hmm. that felt really good. And I feel like for me, you know, starting since I was 15, it's all been a journey to what I feel like now is the truest and fullest expression of me. Like, even when I was 16 in that group, I was like writing songs in the bathroom, kind of like carving out what, you know, what feels like me and what kind of writing style feels like me. This feels really good. And, you know, kind of going through the process and being like, um, you know, getting closer and closer to what feels like the most me. And obviously the, the, the you changes. And I feel like this album is kind of like the most tapped in and the most honest and raw I've been in the studio. And that was always my intention. Like I never knew what kind of music was going to come out. I never knew what, you know, what that was going to look like or sound like, but my intention was how can I be the most honest, the most vulnerable, you know, and have the most integrity every day in the studio. And that like, wasn't always easy, but it made, I feel like the most true expression of me to this date. We, I just saw that you have released a date for Familia. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Spring. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it's coming. I mean, it's literally, it's April. So it's like right, right, around, right the around the corner. Um, exciting. But I'm really excited. It's been literally like, I started this album, like I think the beginning of, the pandemic. And I think something that's like important for me to talk about too, is like literally before the pandemic, I was in such a like low place mentally. I was like, I don't even know guys, if I'm going to get back in the studio. Like I was like, I was really feeling burnt out um, before kind of the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and like kind of forced us all to, you know, have a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, after that, I started like going to therapy. I changed even my process in the studio. You know, the, the process started really with me being like, Scott, you and me in my, you know, family house in Miami, in my bedroom, friggin' studio, guitar, piano. I'll read you my diary. That's it. Just, you know, yeah, I feel like, down. yeah, stripped down because I was just like, I was just in a really place, honestly, like. Um, mentally I had like kind of crippling anxiety. Like it was really, really hard. And so I think that I was like, if this process, like if writing isn't an aid to me feeling better then like, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and it really was, you know, um, that's kind of like why this album is called Familia because I mean, there's layers to that name too. Obviously it's like my family, like my, my blood family, but also like, I feel like the family that that I made along the way, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and writing this album and like kind of going to a place where I could be me again and I could like be intimate with people again. And that was like, that was the, the healing thing, you know? It's so interesting to watch you talk about it because I can see, I don't know. I just, I can see you thinking about yeah. it and being reflective about it and being thoughtful about it. So I'm, I'm sure uh, when that day comes out, it'll be a, a very special day yeah. when it's released in, in spring April, and April. 8th, baby. April 8th. Yeah. April 8th. Camila Cabello, you are <laughs> always so kind and generous. Thanks for coming on. Great to see you again. Great to chat with you. And uh, look forward to doing it in person someday.
Yes. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Sissini. Congratulations. You're Bye, girl. Bye. Bye, guy. Thank you. All right, coming up, I've got those Sean Mendez tickets. We want to thank Camila Cabello for coming on. It was mm-hmm. a, really great to see her and talk to her. And I like the new song. All right, so let's get to this. Dawn dating. It's a new thing. What is dawn dating? This is really cool because it's. I think it's an, a positive spin on a new dating trend. Like, it's not ghosting. It's not breadcrumbing. Um, it's dawn. What is breadcrumbing? And what, I know ghosting. You know ghosting. Breadcrumbing is when you... Um, almost leave little breadcrumbs for someone that you were kind of interested in. So like you still kind of show them attention, but not that much attention. Oh, you okay. text them still, but you're then you go Don't make days. a plan. Yeah. So that's called breadcrumbing. So dawn dating is going on a date first thing in the morning. Instead mm-hmm. of having an, I knew you Pass. were going to eye roll. I knew, like I was like, cue Ryan's eye roll here. Yeah. Because... You're not a fan of like the coffee dates and all that. Not 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 as a first. I prefer I prefer because you know why? For mornings for me are so I'm just so conditioned to think about working and having to rush to work and doing whatever we're doing on these shows in the morning that I like my mornings if I have them, not to have a date, but just to have them and then prepare during the day for the date. And then as the sun right. begins to settle. To each their own. Look, you could do, we're different because we wake up really early and we come to work at a different hour than the majority of people do. So like if you don't have to start work until nine, you could essentially go on a day early in the morning now, first thing. Now, or, on a day of work? Or no, on the weekend. Or on the weekend and you can put in a mimosa or a glass of champagne and it could be kind of like brunchy fun. Doesn't have to be now, so intense. brunchy fun date better than like dawn date. Dawn date sounds like sunrise. Right. right. Like, okay. Like a, yeah. So they they interviewed or they surveyed a bunch of people and it turns out the majority actually prefer this and for a bunch of different reasons. One, there's no awkwardness at the end of the date. Like who's going to go up to someone's house because it's the beginning of the day. So you almost just kind of say like you have like an expiration time on the date. It's no pressure mm-hmm. to have no, it linger. I think the opposite. There's no expiration time because you have all day. But you don't because you have to go and do your plans right. or like pick stuff. up your mom from the nail salon or whatever. Okay. Some say that you feel a little bit more refreshed and energized because it's the beginning of the day versus the end of the day after you've had a long day at work on a Friday and now you have to lug yourself to a date Friday night. So you do it Saturday night. Okay, whatever. No, but then you waste a whole weekend night and if it's bad, then you're like, ugh. And that brings up the next point. You don't have to sacrifice your social life. So you don't have to not have plans with your friends or your mm-hmm. family on a whatever said night, which some, for most people it might just be like Friday or Saturday night. And then you have your morning. You just go on this date. I, I say don't knock it till you try it. And I feel like this might be the move. But Sisney, what, you have not been on a date in 10 years. Like That I, is a lie. First of all, I go on dates all the time. Well, yes, with Michael, your husband. Yes. But you haven't had a first date to meet somebody before. Y- I think, I mean, Tanya, come to bat for me here. I think that well, we would right agree. She's right behind me, too. No, no but I think we would if, agree that yeah, if I, I need I need some sort of, this is gonna, might sound bad, but I need a little alcohol in me on a first date. So, like, <laughs> there is no time. Yeah, champagne at 9 a.m. is fine. But then you can't no. go to work. So it's like. Yeah, it's, I, and also things like settle for me in the evening, right? It's, it's a very peaceful time. Morning, it's like, all right, what do we got today? What are we doing? Coffee kicking in. Let's get something done. Evenings, the day is accomplished. We've made oh, something happen. Opposite. We've been productive. Get it done in the morning. Uh, you have more energy. 
You're ready uh, to go. Well, who wants to try this? Tubbs, you want to try a dawn date and see how it goes? I like the idea of not wasting a night, though. Because mm-hmm. that's not the way to go into a date. You also hey, don't date. You it. didn't date like I did. I just I was all right in and out. Like who was, was the last person here on a first date? Like a legit For first sure date? Me. Okay, you wrote, you rose, rose your hand very proudly. Thank you. And right. was it a dawn date or is it an evening date? That's a good question. Uh, it was a it was a dinner date. A yeah. dinner date. Yeah. Were you nervous? Were you excited? Did you pick her up? Were you planning all day and freaking <laughs> Thank out? God, you guys. <laughs> No, I always have a plan, and I of course you're excited to go on a date. That's the reason you go on it, right? No. Well, what's the reason you go on a date? If it's you're not a excited? numbers game. You just got to get through them. Oh my gosh, we're looking so <laughs> different Tanya. Here, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Ryan Seacrest with you. So coming up in just a few minutes, got some little Nas X. Also, next hour, just looking ahead, we continue to pay your bills. We have a hometown hustler, and then Julianne and Derek Huff. Major. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we have a family meeting about this? We can. Because I feel like there's this big elephant in the room. Is that the term? The, you, is the elephant what you're pink? trying to say. So is it a pink elephant? Or no, it's just the elephant. <laughs> it's not. What's the game we play for Christmas? White elephant. Oh, there's a white, what, yeah. a white elephant for Christmas def- in the room. It's definitely not that. Um, what are your? What are your? What are you feeling right now? I feel like this is major. Uh, it's not major. It's totally fine. We've been friends for years, Derek, Julian, and I. Have you ever had an ex-girlfriend on the show? Yes. Really? Who? My last ex-girlfriend. Didn't she come on after? No. No, that was while you were dating. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it was right at the end. Mm-hmm. And then wait, and how long has it been since has she's been? been that you've one spoken to her or been on the show? I don't know exactly. You can ask her, but uh, we still talk. We're still very friendly. See, this is where we're different. Like, it's not awkward for me at all because both Julianne and Derek are friends of mine. So you're just going to interview her like any guest we have? I don't know. Maybe I'll change it up on you and surprise you. You don't feel like any like butterflies or anything like that? I'm sweating for I you. I know. Me too. No, My palms see, are sweaty. She won't. She'll feel the same I do. She'll feel the same I do. Hey, and she'll we'll catch up and then she'll be like, how take you, good care. How do you do the light switch like that? Like how do all of a sudden you're just business? Well, it was eight years ago, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, we, that was a dated? while ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. She and I have moved on in several different ways, in mm-hmm, different chapters, mm-hmm. but very, very friendly and have a great deal of respect for each other. So yeah. I don't feel, so I'm glad that you guys feel uncomfortable. No, it's I'm literally, fun like, for me. I'm literally sweating. My armpits are sweating. Like, what are you going to ask her? Well, aren't they coming on to promote their <laughs> oh, stepping into like, the movies? Yeah. yeah, but like we can get to that very quickly. I feel like it needs to be more like, how's life maybe? Or do you miss me? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> so that's, so, that's just something I wouldn't say, right? Okay, okay, okay. You know, right, okay, I right. wouldn't say that, but I would, I, sh- I could certainly ask her about like what's occupying her time outside of work, right? Mm. Something like that. Feels a little. I don't know. I would feel so nervous. Like I haven't spoken to any of my exes in decades. I don't want to speak to any of my exes. Mine's not so much that, but it's just like. But are any of your exes doing the pre-show to the Oscars? Because if they were, (laughs) we might be speaking with them. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's a little different, isn't it? It is different. But it's, it's not like just, we're just calling up exes and inviting them on to talk about being exes. No, this They're is like... promoting an ABC special. This is like when Nick Fradiani came on to my podcast 
Did you feel awkward? No. Yes, I was so you awkward did? because I yeah, and because... that wasn't even like a full blown ex, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like... That was like a that was like a flung, fling See, flung. I, th- I think the difference is, and we've talked about this, that I like to be friends with my exes after the relationship because they have, and hopefully I have, like gleaned so much from each other. Yeah, and. It's a blessing to have had that experience with them. And I love them all. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have bad feelings about them all. Right. Right. So, do you, But you don't hang out There's with her. Like, oh, I say all oh, like there's so many. But but you don't hang out with them. I don't hang out with them. No, I do not. So you just saw her name on the rundown and just were fine. No, actually, I was asked by Amy if it was okay with me to have her on with Derek. See? And I said, of course. See? <laughs> well, see what? This is what we're talking about. We're not the only ones. Well, I think she's just being courteous. Uh, when is this all happening? I mean, it's coming up in the next hour, 820. Uh, all right, 820. Well, all she'll be revealed. Oh, uh, oh it's going to be like popcorn here. I mean, like, like, you're smirking. Like, like, there's a slimmer. Yeah, there's yeah, something there's going something. on. There's something behind that I, smile. I feel the butterfly for you. You can ask her whatever you want. <laughs> 102.7 KISS FM. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I want to talk about our hometown hustler here. We do this every Friday where we spotlight some local business. Somebody is following their passion, which I love. They took a turn from just doing what they thought they should be doing and went after something they want to do because they love it. So this is Wendy Alvarado from Pasadena Roots, which is a woman and Latina-owned mobile plant pop-up station. Cute. A mobile plant pop-up station. Wendy's on with us now. Wendy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's so nice to be in touch with you. I'm so excited. I'm excited, too. I was reading about your business. Wendy, Cindy, and their mom, Velma, they launched this in June of 2020. So what is your business, Wendy? Tell us what you do. Um, So we actually built out a mobile plant truck, and we have been able to collaborate with different businesses in the greater Los Angeles area, and we sell plants, indoor plants mostly, and just plant accessories like pots and moisture meters, Um, but it's it's been quite a journey. It's been pretty cool. Plants are essential in your home. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. You need plant life in your home. It's just the right thing to to have and do. Uh, So will you, for example, if we wanted to send you over to Tanya's boyfriend's house, do you go over to the mm-hmm. house and do you sort of set up the the truck and look at what might be needed or do people come to you in different places? Uh, normally people come to us in different places. Okay. Um, and so we'll have like pop-up events and we usually post like the information in our Instagram stories and on our page. And so we let folks know where they can find us. And again, we're just traveling around town, collaborating with different businesses um, so, yeah, we're mostly traveling, but we also do in-house consultations as well um, because a lot of people sometimes have a little bit of, like, plant anxiety, so they don't know what plants to bring into their space. I get it, yeah. Yeah, it could be very overwhelming sometimes. So, um, yeah, we also do consultations. They call their truck La Chula. Oh, La Chula. Yeah. <laughs> the cutie, roughly translated yeah. uh, what was everybody doing what were you and your sister and your mom doing before you started this pasadena roots business so we all kind of have different um avenues and and work life experiences um so for instance i'm currently a teacher at glendale high school 
Um, so I'm in the education sector, and my sister, she was working as an office manager downtown, and my mom's a housekeeper. But unfortunately, during COVID, um, with the whole shift of everything closing down, um, our mom became unemployed, and so did my sister. And so that really kind of helped spark things up for us as well, because it allowed us to finally like pivot and move towards our business plans and dreams. Um, so it was unfortunate that they lost their jobs, but also it worked in our favor because we got this opportunity to really invest time into something that we're so passionate about. I love it. Yeah. Passion, family, business. Come on. I love so the good. plant consultation aspect of it. It's almost like adopting a puppy. You, know, so you have to make oh, sure yeah. that you're getting the right plant for your house, how many times you're going to water it, make sure you don't kill it. Like It's all the things. Yeah, <laughs> it's all that good stuff. And again, it's just... It's really just like, I feel like once people break into having their first plant, it just sparks something because like you said, Ryan, just having plants in your space, it just really changes things up and it just helps to really provide some like love and self-care and growth and it just happens through plants. So it's pretty magical. Well, check them out. Wendy's company with her family at Pasadena Roots on Instagram. Good luck and keep it up. Say hi to La Chula for us, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's a cool idea. I mean, it makes total sense. Total sense. What are the? I have these plants that you don't have to really water. They're called. They're low. They're thick. Succulents. Succulents. Yeah. I am a succulents guy. Yeah, those are good go-to's. Yeah, because they're easy. Mm-hmm. And they're, uh, like, architectural. Yeah, low maintenance. And they're low, so I can see over them when I'm seated. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Look at that duo there. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Our brother and sister duo, the Huffs, Derek and Julianne. Good morning. <laughs> Hey, good morning. We're good just morning. Oh, did I just mute us? I just muted us. There it is. <laughs> You've as been always, two years. As, as always, fumbling all over himself off the dance floor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good to see you guys. So, Jules, just to start, Sisney and Tanya have been asking me if this is awkward for me, and I said not at all because it's awkward for friends. me. <laughs> is Thank it? you. I know it was going to be awkward for one person at least. No, not <laughs> at all. Not. At all. Not, that's no. what I said. Friends, we chat. Yeah. We chat. See, they we don't chat. understand. I can't. Julianne, they don't understand that concept that one can remain friends after a breakup. Well, Maturity. after dating, whatever happened. What what happened? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's get into it. Look how excited they are. Hey guys, like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I love this. but we, that's what I'm saying. Like she feels the same. I do. There is no nothing uncomfortable about it because we remain friends for years and still are. Yeah. yeah. And just respect and love and just all those things. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to let you down, Tanya and Sissy. No, it's fine. <laughs> First of all, we just want to say that we love Julianne. Mm-hmm. So this was like we're like. And Derek. <laughs> what well, we love you too, Derek. Do you not <laughs> love Derek? No, no, no we love you too. <laughs> It's okay. I, I, I'm I'm happy to be an aunt. You know, okay. but Derek, you're like a regular co-host at this point. You know, it's That's like we up. haven't had Julianne on in so long. So yes, you know. and we love yeah. Julianne, and we didn't. I just feel like this interview hasn't happened on the show, and I, I love that you guys no, are you... friendly. And... I have a different publicist now, so they were like, "It's fine. They can talk." <laughs> there we go. No, you know what's funny is they said, "Well, we don't. We've never had someone on like you know Julianne is to you." 
you. And I said, well, because we're probably not doing an Oscar special. Like, if they were, then we <laughs> might. If, what's his name? What's the guy's name that's the, the DJ? Sissini? What DJ? The one that you were this the, oh, in your past. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, this old guy. But yes. Right. So <laughs> here. Oh, my God. See, it would be awkward. <laughs> Julianne so says the same thing about me. Hey, man. Hey. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I can't so, say that anymore. I'm on. getting older. So, no, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Derek, you have a tan about you. Is that an, is that, a, have you been laying out? Or is that um, makeup, or is that just the way your natural makeup. color is now? Sure, it's a mixture of both. I just, you know. I, also, the lighting is really strong on this side. So. Uh, yeah, okay. it's not, I'm not saying she's just really pale. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, Derek and Julian Huff are with us, and you guys have done so much together throughout your life and your career. Uh, so your career is duh, and now you're doing something for the Oscars, which I find to be so right up your alley. Tell us about the special step into the movies, Derek. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just that, you know, we um, we're stepping into these iconic moments in film that um, that really celebrate dance, you know. So from everything from like Dirty Dancing, Saturday Night Fever, Moulin Rouge, Chicago, Chicago, Beauty and the Beast. um, We're creating these really iconic moments in a very cinematic way um, to sort of just just give a nod and thank you. And also singing in the rain. Um, Yeah. So we're very excited about uh, creating like there's a little pressure there. But it's more of a celebration <laughs> and just a thank you to all these films that have inspired us for so many years and really helped us, you know, become inspired us to become dancers and to, to do what we love. So, yeah. Julianne, both of you have clear visions of creativity, as I have seen in the past. So how do those visions collide if they ever do? Like who do, do are you, <laughs> have you had any uh, creative collisions putting this together? You know- Derek and I have massive polarity and that's why we work so well together. Derek is super, you know, in tune about like the technicalities and um, has certain vision that way. I'm more about like the relationship and the storyline and the arc. And so it matches really well because we bring honestly kind of like the masculine feminine together and it just becomes this like yeah, this works well. Thing. Yeah. Works well. Also, we kind of have this secret language where when Derek can't get his brain to communicate with his mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens, by the way, it happens a lot. I mean, okay, I got it. I understand. You know what he's saying uh, just by body language. Exactly. <laughs> what he's trying to say is, yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be on ABC Sunday, March 20th at 10, 9 central. Very exciting. And then, Derek, what after this, what are you doing? Are you Vegas? Are you not? Where are you? Yeah, I got Vegas in May. Um, I've just uh, directed a Michael Bublé video, which is coming out soon. What? Whoa. You know, what? Maybe. Him and I, him and I are like best friends now. We're we're buddies. Oh, you got uh, competition, Ryan. Oh, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. no. Watch out. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. You got no chance, buddy. I'm gonna read my text chain. <laughs> I'll get from, from Michael. From Michael. <laughs> um, and Julianne, so I know you've things coming up too. What's up after this special airs? Um, I'm so excited. Uh, we just announced yesterday that I am coming to New York uh, for my Broadway debut. Um, oh, yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> Codex, 
Um, or behind every great dumbass are seven women trying to keep them alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, two words have not been said. Wow. So yeah, wow. so um, that's coming up, and I still, you know, got Kinergy and my production company and yeah. Fresh Vine Wine. Just I mean, you know, look at you, you right. mogul s entrepreneur. That's right. Hey, learn from the best. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming on. I see we're wearing matching outfits today. Thank you. Yeah. Very close palettes. We went. Sisney, Tanya, anything else from you guys? You good? No, but I just think it's so you know serendipitous that you'll be in New York, and then we'll see you when you guys can catch up. <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't understand the like friends with the ex thing. It's like never been a thing for me. No, but I, and Ryan's always talk talks about how he's friends with all of his exes, and so I was like, oh my gosh, when I, we saw that you were coming on the show, I was like giddy excited because I love you, Julianne. But I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, are you awkward? Is this weird? I'm sweating for you. And he's you like, haven't no. heard once a year we get together with all of my exes and all of hers, and we do this little <laughs> festival. <laughs> yeah, we really have, we have a lot of breakthroughs, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, that would you be know, the worst. I love you guys. Exchella. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great to see you, Derek and Julian. Take care. Okay. Good luck with the special season. Bye. 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 Love you. <laughs> They're the best. What a great so relationship, good. too, to have with your sibling, right? I you know. know. To be. Well, they're both extremely creative in the world of, of what they do. I show Max and videos of Derek Huff dancing and stuff like that because he loves dance so much and i just like i feel like him and julianne like oh they're such gosh. a good like brother sister role model to like aza and maxon i think it's so cute tiny i feel like you're let down <laughs> no i you know i'm not let down we are we are a modern post relationship modern exes people you know yeah yeah modern yeah, exes I'm you not, call modern women we're modern exes i'm not let down i just i i guess i could have asked her if she's like what she does in her free time well, we can always have her back yeah. again. She's got a Broadway show coming up. That's right. So very easy. So why keep your list, all right? Yeah. Put a little pin in it. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? I honestly felt awkward still. You felt awkward. But did you notice that only you and Tony and Derek felt awkward? <laughs> we see, like, even we Derek did. Mm -hmm. I know because you have these yeah, but you guys are head. saying you're fine, but like maybe right? Is there like a post text? Ooh, uh, let me see. <laughs> nope. You but, should send one. But I got this. Just what you get? Oh, Flora. Oh, Flora. Flora. Don't change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should send her a text. And be like, it was just exactly what you just told us just now, or to both of them. Yeah, I guess both. <laughs> Let's give it some thought. Oh, um, see, to both and just it. say like that was so fun. Haha, -ha, sorry. Okay, fine. What? Okay. Uh, oh, he's gonna do Bad it. Bunny tickets before nine. And Tanya, tease this trending report while I type this up for you. <laughs> okay, Robert Pattinson has been lying to us for years. I would normally hate this, but I find the reason kind of endearing. And funny. <laughs> so fun. I have to remember what code names everyone's under. Uh, D. You have them under code names. DWTS winner, which is Derek. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's yeah, not a code I name. I think just... I knew that. Okay. That, what do you want me to say? That was great. That was fun. That was that great. Was yeah. fun. Thanks. Good luck. You guys are the best. Yeah. Heart yeah. emoji. Maybe heart emoji's not the no. vibe. Smiley face? Smiley face. He doesn't do emojis. 
Yeah, no. But it lightens the mood. You have to be off brand for him. Nothing to lighten. You guys are like (laughs) so funny. I mean, this is the most exciting thing that's happened all week. That was fun. (laughs) Thank, thank you. It's hard to talk to you guys and type. That was fun. Thank you again. Good luck with, with the show. You're the best. Okay, good. Happy, Tony. I can't wait till Robbie. Your boyfriend comes uh, on, and you're not sending us a list of things we can't ask him. That's ridiculous. Right. Yes, I am. I wanna... Okay, you go ahead and send it. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you distribute it to everybody? Sure. <laughs> Put that in uh, the Dropbox. Now, this Rob Pattinson story, mm-hmm. I think I don't feel the same way you do about it. But do tell, Tanya, in okay. the training report. It's interesting, because I, I had a mixed feeling about it myself, but... I'll get to it. So Robert Pattinson, he's on the brain because the Batman is out today. And we all know he's been the leading man in movies for many, many years. But I bet you didn't know that over the years, he's really powered through his insecurities and interviews by using this certain strategy. He just lies. So he did a GQ profile and he admitted that he's been lying to the press since 2009 with more than a decade of lies. So he said, this is a quote, I definitely do get a certain high from it. There's a little gremlin inside of me that thinks just say something shocking. You're only here for a few minutes. (laughs) I like that. And I felt bad because I was like, he obviously gets so nervous in interviews. He doesn't know what to say. So he just like says something shocking. Yeah. But then I was just like, I don't like that he lies. Well, and how when do you was the last on... time he was here? Well, so I looked and um, he was on for something in 2017, but I can't find the audio. Huh. But he didn't say anything shocking. He just said he lived, he moved to the Oakwood Apartments in Burbank and he lived there with Dustin Diamond, which I don't well, know. Well, that's, wow. that's something. Yeah. But well, that's I... shocking. Yeah, not really shocking. You don't find that shocking? They lived with Dustin Diamond. I find it random. Well, Wasn't no, he from because, Saved by the Bell? Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, everybody lived in those Oakwood apartments in Burbank. Things happen. Yeah, he's no yeah, longer with not us. Not good things happen. Yeah. yeah, that's not. I mean, that was he no longer with us then? No, I'm sure not. He said <laughs> when he first moved to the city, so that was probably a long time ago. But he did say Dustin was the first person to introduce him to Hot Pockets. So you don't find that like. Noteworthy news and noteworthy. So maybe that was he wasn't the first person introduced into hot pockets, and that was his I weird think he lie. Just said yeah, he just like says things because he's uncomfortable. So here's the thing about it. I was thinking about this. I get that he would be uncomfortable. People, I am uncomfortable being interviewed many times. Right, mm-hmm. I prefer to be interviewing than interviewed because you're. It's just not com. It really isn't comfortable to be interviewed. Well, you can ramble. You can say something you don't want. Well, I, that was what I was going to gonna ask you. Like, what do you do when you are on a late night show and you get asked something? I panic you're... and I apologize for me being a bad guest before we go on. And then, oh, we that's go your on. go-to move. I mean, it's not a go-to move. It's just my honest move. It's impossible for Ryan to be a guest on those shows. He it always turns into him asking questions right back at them. I'd rather do that when I'm a guest. <laughs> is ask them some questions. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I so I do fully understand the insecurities, uncomfortability of being interviewed. But then I'm like, I don't know about like intentionally lying about everything. Yeah, that's not great. You just like leave things out, right? You don't have to make up stories because we then, as the person doing the interview, believe them. Right. And, and then you go and ask follow-up questions. And then you ask follow-up questions, not because we want to ask follow-up questions about that specific thing, because that was the dialogue, right? So then I'm like, well, what, what are we doing? <laughs> We, we shouldn't be talking at all then. 
right? Right. And like, how far do the lies go? You know what I mean? If he's like, yeah, I used to, you know, ride a horse every Sunday. And then you're like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Then we feel like, oh, and then I go into this. Well, I once rode a horse on a beach, you know, for right, about right, 12 right, seconds right. because what it was What kind not of fun stirrups do you use? And then he has to just like go on this whole, like but he I just do has to go get, down the lie I hole. do get the why he did it to because interviews can be uncomfortable. Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. It's Ryan Seacrest with you. Thank you for listening to us. We have weather that we're not so used to here in Southern California. Yeah. But we'll get past it. It'll be nice uh, in a few days. We're going to bring in now Delaney Renee from American Idol. Delaney, how are you? I'm amazing. How are you, Ryan? So good to see you. I'm doing well, thank you. So let me just give this some context. If you saw it, you'll know. If you didn't, Delaney made it to Hollywood. We saw her audition last week on American Idol. And... It was the, the the video we showed of the woman she works for. She d- is a babysitter, mm-hmm. and the mother of the child that she babysits for secretively videotaped her singing like that, like what we do when no one's looking. Right, right? you were just like coloring with her, I think. Yeah, playing with Barbie. Dolls. That's what it was, Barbie dolls. <laughs> and you and you do that often, and you're singing and. <laughs> You didn't necessarily uh, think you were going to audition for American Idol, but she knew it in her yeah. heart. So so she sent us the tape. So remind us what that felt like when you found out what she was doing. When I found out she was recording, I like was put back at first. But the second she showed me, I really saw myself from a different view. And I was like, sure, why not post it? Let's go for it. And I did not expect the attention it was bound to get. <laughs> and what, you didn't what you didn't have the confidence in your own singing before before you saw that. So my whole life, I, I was confident in my singing and in my voice. But I had a really tough year, as a lot of us did with COVID, and I was really having a lot of self doubt. And I I didn't know it. I needed this big moment to happen to completely change my life, but it did, and I feel better than ever. And she, I mean, it was, it was like one of the most priceless moments we've ever had in an audition for American Idol. <laughs> right. And your voice is so beautiful. I love that song. That's my go-to Thank song you. as well to sing. Can we hear a little, Sissini? Thank you. What? Can oh. we hear a little of your go-to song, Sissini? Um, yes. Look at this stuff. Oh. Isn't it neat? Oh. Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Oh. Wouldn't you think I'm a girl, a girl who has everything? Oh. Wow. You want me to keep uh, not, not unless America wants to vote on that. I know. I think uh, Delaney's a lot better than me. So, Delaney, once this audition aired last week, how did people react? What did you hear about? Again, so many positive responses and so many just beautiful people flooding my comment section and American Idol's comment sections. Everyone's just so kind, and it's just reassuring me that like this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to make others happy with my own voice and music. So after this happened and is happening, who's babysitting? Who's babysitting now? <laughs> Right now, they are running around, free range in the house with Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad that you brought us one of the most, I mean, it's a great audition and one of the most priceless moments we have ever had. Good luck to you, Delaney. Thanks for coming back on. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> Have a good one. That's as Bye. if, you know, you too. That's as if Sissini had a babysitter and she heard her singing all the time to yeah. the kids and she snuck the, like the phone to record and then sent it to us to audition our babysitter. That's what happened. That's so the, the other thing that happened, Sissini, they sent a singing telegraph to your front door. American Idol did? Yes. Last week. So last Friday to promote the season premiere. They sent, like, so I, the doorbell rings, I open it, and then all of a sudden, there's this girl with a box, like, of gifts, and she starts singing. That is hysterical. Enjoy your gift. <laughs> and Tanya, did a singing telegraph come to your door too from American Idol? Yes, but I am never at my home anymore, and so I had I had my neighbor collect the box for me. Yeah. She did not tell me that there was a. <laughs> oh my! This all makes sense now because I was I recorded a couple weeks ago a little sentence or two that they said, "Oh, this is going on your record, Ryan, for the premiere." Yes, said, you get your own uh, vinyl. Okay, so the, oh, you, this, not, you because, probably thought record was like your like cr- rec- record. No, I thought it was a re- record. I just oh. didn't know where the record they was going to go. The gift was a record player, and then it had Luke, Lionel, and Katie's albums because they're actually singers. Yeah, you don't have an album, and you don't have one. I have so a spoken you, word album. So apparently. you do have a voiceover on a vinyl, and this right, is and, what and it was. This and, it? and I don't and know. This... I didn't know how to work a record player, so it's a little distorted at first. Well, you put the disc in the center, put the needle on the record. And that's what I did, but the setting was on, like, the slow motion setting. I didn't the know. The speed was off? That's what it was, a speed. Ryan Seacrest here, <laughs> while I cannot <laughs> sing as well as my idol family. Let's play an idol. I'm nope. playing an idol. There we go. Nice, on behalf of everyone at American Idol, I'd like to say thank you for supporting us for 20 years. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> You working a record player was fun. <laughs> I was a little rusty there. Wow. Uh, Idol Sundays, 8, 7 Central, ABC, the 20th year of it. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Any response I... from your text? Uh... <laughs> I gave Mark a giggle. Uh, yes. Yes. <gasps> Your inability to multitask yeah, is really shocking. Well, he's proofreading because he doesn't want to read it to no, us. No, I'm not. It's very simple. The photo came with it. Cheers, oh, brother. Oh. oh. And then Cheers, it says, brother. Ooh, putting the brothers That's Derek, probably. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then it says, uh, it says from her, she says, uh, I think they're both from Derek. And then he sent a picture of she and Ariana doing Chicago for their special. Uh-huh. So there you go, you two. I'm confused. Why are you confused? I think you you're not telling us some stuff that was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to show the picture in case Skip. it gives away the special. Skip. Oh, okay, Skip. okay, okay. It's from the set of the special. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 50 minutes not stop. Kiss music coming up next, and the weekend watch list. So I was telling you that on my weekend watch list, David Oyelowo, whom I've met before on red carpets, and we've talked to him before. Mm-hmm. He was telling me about this show for HBO Max called The Girl Before, where he's an architect, and it's a it's a psycho thriller. Oh, I love a psycho thriller. Me too. So that's what I recommend. Very good. My recommendation is The Righteous Gemstones. 
also on HBO Max. I heard that's funny. It is so funny, Ryan. Danny McBride. I just anything he does is hysterical. I agree. But you also have John Goodman. You have Adam Devine, who is really hysterical. Like this show is it's about like the mega church world. And so it's just a really entertaining show. It's our my, my go to right now. The Righteous Gemstones over on HBO Max. And Tanya, you're just discovering this one? No, the new season. So season four is available now on Prime, Ah, Amazon Prime. But um, it's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Rachel Brosnahan is so funny. If you're a fan of Gilmore Girls, it's essentially like... That same kind of quick banter, quick witty banter. But set in the 19-somethings. In the the 50s. And she's such like a modern woman. She discovers she is like this comedian and she's kind of blazing her own trail. It's really funny. But you know what's interesting? You mentioned a show the other day that just came out, The Dropout. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to watch. That's the next one I'm going to watch with Robbie. The Elizabeth Holmes Based on yeah, so Maisel I watch on my own, and that's going to be our our. Well, Robbie might be into that. Has he seen the documentaries on Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes? Yes, he's into it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're welcome. And also, American Idol Sunday night. I got to say, the premiere last weekend was really, really good. I cry every time, and it just it gets you, man. Those stories. It's equally going to get you too. I know. Got the audition episodes coming. Then we're going to take the best to Hawaii. To perform mm. on the stage, on the ba- on the like the band and everybody on the beach, then we're into big, big, shiny floor live shows every Sunday night. On air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, it's gonna do it for us inside your 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music. Monday, we're back and we're paying your bills starting at 6:10. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.